cliffcentral.com. Big cricket show today. You had the rugby show last week and now it's 2016 in cricket. It's been a crazy year and none more crazy than the world of cricket. It started out with all kinds of announcements and funny things and now it's ending in, well, a lot of hope and happiness and all kinds of good things. It's one of those few sports that, as the South Africans, can still talk about on a global scale without being laughed at, which is really nice and it's really exciting. So today, I've assembled my all-star cast, all-star cast. I'm so excited I can't even say the word cast, of Langdon Bat and Simi RF. Morning, guys. Hello. Morning. Hello, We're back. Hello, We're back. Ben. This, of course, is the all-star cast that you might have heard through the cricket commentary that we did during the T20 World Cup. Which was one of the highlights for my year, also one of the lowlights for the Proteas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say something as we do this. Well done. You've become a really good radio DJ. Okay? You, you speak when the song is on. I like that. I was going to say the music's got a hell of a lot better yeah. since the last and, time. Well, and screw also, you, screw and you guys. <laughs> I, I, I intro my show like this every single bloody week. It's and also, you listen. And also, uh, Ben is learning how to press the buttons still because He's I, that slidey I can't thing. hear myself at all still. I can't, I can't hear any of you guys. Hey, look, that's, that's a headphone thing, unfortunately. Oh, wow. So that's not, I mean, come on. You come here and you want 10 out of 10 every single time. Yeah. Ben, you are owning that disc. That is the problem with you, Simi. Your expression too high. As long as you guys can hear me, then I'm fine. Yeah, well, we yeah. can. I can hear you um, loud and clear, and your voice has always been appreciated. Um, I, I don't keep track of how many times people do appear on this show, but Simi, I think you do take it. This is it. Today, you're the most prolific I'm of guests so happy. on the Vaughn Show. It I'm, makes me happy, I'm too. I'm so happy. It's so, so thank you. Thank you. Like, thank while thanks. I look up from my microphone and look at two people whose cricket opinions I really enjoy, I'm going to combine it all in a big year review. And hopefully you can think back on this over the face of the season and go, well, you know, 2016, wish it wasn't that bad. And uh, you'll be able to do so all in the back of the show. Oh, jeez, that's a big, Jeez, big that's, clever. I was going to say, no, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's get straight into it, right? So what I've done is I've compiled the list of everything that happened from month to month. And it, it was mm-hmm. the year of the test match, right? Yes. Is it about that? I'm going to kill my intro song there. There we go. That's it, Fred. Yes, that's so, that um, so good, huh? Yeah, he's really come a long way. So January, right? So let's just... It was the year of the test match. There's no doubt about yes. it. There was 43 test match played up until this point. Yeah. Uh, there's still England going to play India. If, if England rock up, I reckon they're going to go to Dubai and just stay there. Yeah. Because, you know, they prefer their life on the beach. And then, of course, the priorities will take on Sri Lanka. Um, Australia will take on Pakistan. So 2016 is not dead yet on the test uh, front. But 43 tests and only seven draws. Good 36 times. results. I don't know if it's the dodgy pitches, the fact that being one-sided kind of confrontations, whatever it was, it was a very, very exciting year for test matches. And it started off with an absolute bang, okay? Now, we all know how it started from a South African perspective. It was horrible. It was pretty horrible. <laughs> Why did you say it was it's a bang? Horrible. It was horrible. Well, look, guys, it was a bang. It was England banging South Africa yeah. pretty hard. It started uh, last year in Durban, uh, which is something that's very strange that the South Africans do, is that they go to Durban so the other team can win. 
It's bizarre. But the strangest part about that whole it's, it's beginning because we don't year, like whitewashing people. And also because you know also it's going to rain also true. all the time. So we only want a three-day test. Yeah. But the big part of it all started in Newlands. Um, that's where the, the, the year started. And I think when Chris Morris opened the burning for the Proteas with a new ball, we you all, had a feeling. We had <laughs> you a had feeling. a feeling. Horrible. Maybe, <laughs> this, maybe this team isn't in the best place right now. But, but, then, but then this happened. So me, your headphones were working a second ago. Langdon, what did you do? Yeah, I don't know. I can yeah. hear you guys anyway. No, it's just important because I was you just know, busy on Instagram and then um, because there's a variety of clips that I play. No, I, I can year. hear the clips. I can oh, okay. hear the clips. I just right. can't hear you guys. Okay, all right. So me. Okay, so this is how it starts, right? With this important announcement. Over the last couple of days, the decision was made at least two weeks ago. Um, suddenly, after giving it a lot of thought, I mean, as I said earlier, captaining, captaining your country, probably the pinnacle of anybody's. Uh, Anybody's ambition. So well, it was until Hashem Ahmed didn't want it. Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not the yeah, not his pinnacle. So why I did it now? Because I'm scoring so no runs. I got 200, and I'm glad that. <laughs> I, I, I think that's why I did it now. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what he said. It fitted nicely that the South African team did exceptionally well on the last day. Um, so it just so happened, as I said, that it happened today. Um, it was coming for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, so that's it. We asked Av De Villiers uh, to step in. He is the vice captain. Uh, he will see the series through. Uh, we know what ABE is, an experienced leader in his own right. So for things like this, what I'd like to do is provide the actual words into it, okay? So what happened was that Hash had a terrible time in India. I mean, we got clobbered left, right, and center under his watch. Yeah. We came back. We started playing England hammered. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah. And then after about two days, we were also hammered, and then they decided to bat, and he got a 200, Bavuma got a 100. Yeah. So he was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go out on a slide high. And then um, Harun Logot came in and basically said, well, you know, there's no one else. We've basically got AB, and um, AB will do whatever we say, thankfully. I don't know if I agree with that, eh? Uh, I can just tell you, just listening to that clip, Hashim Amlin never sounded like a captain. <laughs> like, never, like, even to a point where it's like, um, yeah, you know, I was just like, God, I, I don't even inspire confidence in you, my man. <laughs> it's like, I've never, I love the guy to pieces, but Jesus, he was shit. Yeah, so do you, do you, do you reckon that, that AB was just the next guy in line or, or there's no one yeah. or, or, and this is my, my take on it. Everyone knew that he was going to duck from test match cricket. He was, he was out. And it's like, um, you know, when you're playing back garden cricket with your brothers and he's like, no, nah, don't want to play anymore. You go, okay, well, you can bat then. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, okay, fine. I think it was close to that. So, so I, I, my, my opinion is that, uh, everyone knew that he was on his way out from test matches. It was yeah. just a little too long and he can score 150 in 49 balls. He doesn't need to do it in three days. Exactly. And he was just like, oh, well, okay, guys, I'm, I'm packing up. And they were like, hold on. What if we give you the captaincy? And Langdon, and Langdon, what um, what evidence do you have to support this opinion? Well, the fact that he did it. Okay, that's fine. that's good. But Langdon, I'm glad you bring up the point because we're starting this the show with the protest captaincy, and we're going to end with it too. Great, so, oh, this is it. Oh, great! Because it all just works. Oh, it's it's hey? So this is what Harun Logard had to say basically at the at the announcement that Hashim Amla stepped down. Possible uh, that through the next uh, two test matches. Uh, AB will lead and look to turn around the series so that we're still in with a chance. So basically, AB was thrown a hospital pass of, of yeah. some note. Fact. And uh, that was it. That was Harun Longa just um, uh, kind of confirming that. The funniest part of the press conference, though, Russell Domingo sat there like we would sit there, not knowing exactly what's happening next. <laughs> and then <laughs> after Harun was just giving <laughs> some platitudes. After this series, our next series is only in August. So it was then Russell to go, shit, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about fixtures because that's all I know right now. A little bit of time um, for that decision to be made. Um, look, uh, I suppose 
Abe's a front runner to do that. I mean, that, that, that's the bottom line. That's I love how the head coach of your national side goes, ah, well, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then he's just talking about the fact that Abe is the front runner, even though he's not got the job. So Russell doesn't know where he's coming or going at this Guys, stage. you know my opinion on Russell Domingo. I, just, I don't think we have a long enough podcast for this. It's, it's... No, but it's just a little bit more of Russell as he's now, I'm an eye going, how the hell did I not know about this? I've been asked to do it for these next couple of test matches and uh, the board and the selectors will need to sit down with AB once the series is done and and plan a way forward. Um, hmm. So he's kind of just said, well, look, he's and, a and, good and job me description. Me, me <laughs> good job description. He's like, guys, the board meets and they sit down with the captain and they choose a team. And yeah, and there's, there's fixtures coming up. We're playing teams. And the, basically, as long as they got my tracksuit size. That's I'm, it. I right. feed the boiling machine. I just want to say Wednesday. I did a Cricket South Africa corporate gig. Um, Good going, Simi. thank you, thank yeah, you, nice, thank you. Yeah, yeah Russell Domingo was there. Nice. Um, they love him, man. Eh? So <laughs> doesn't matter what we say. We just we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, I know. We give him a hard time. Well, they love him because they can do what they like. He got a contract extension as well this year. Mm. Yeah, you guys, you guys yeah. don't know your shit. We do. Russell Domingo's the guy. What are you talking about? You're not seeing my prep. Ben's I'm getting holding to it. a piece oh, of paper. I'm getting to it. So you, you, something. you don't jump the gun just to try and <laughs> make it look like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you know, like okay, we, we joke, but just it was the body language and the kind of things that came out of that press conference I found so funny. Umlo was relieved. He was like, yeah. <laughs> "Job done." Yeah. Thank Logart was like, "Steadfast. It's okay. We're going to go business as usual." And then Russell was like, Fuck. "I don't know." <laughs> Really? <laughs> Who knows? That's how comedy works, guys. There's a little bit of comic relief that after the tension. That is how comedy works. Spot on. So then after that, we drew the test match at Newlands because, mm-hmm. well, let's be honest, it wasn't a pitch for bowlers. And then went to the Wanderers. And you think it also wasn't a pitch for our bowlers? Well, that too. <laughs> that too. And then we went to the Wanderers and uh, proceeded to lose again. So AB's first job in captaincy. And uh, he lost horribly. And he got a, I think he got a duck. And like two or something, he yeah. didn't score much. He wasn't no, there for yeah, long. It was horrible. Um, so to kind of just put into perspective what that meant was that after that, there was talk about AB's retirement further to Langdon's yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. So in order to bring that into perspective, I now have a computer-generated voice, which basically is the best voice for this because it was such a ponderous topic, this. AB was talking about the fact that he's committed to the pro tiers, everything's going to be okay, but he also kind of want to work his, his work <laughs> Anyway, so listen to this. This is actually one of my favorite clips for the entire show. Because, you know, with rights issues and stuff, you can't always get the press conferences. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this guy sum up the AB de Villiers managing the workload. Abd de Villiers said on Wednesday he was fully committed to leading South Africa in the next two tests against okay. England, but confirmed there was a bit of truth in rumors he was considering retirement. De Villiers took over the test captaincy after Hashim Amala resigned. As captain of the South African team following the drawn second test against England. For two or three years I've been <laughs> searching for the right answers to play a little less cricket in one way or another, to keep myself fresh and enjoy the game, he said. De Villiers, 31, admitted, every now and then I find I am not enjoying myself as much as I should be. Mm. I've been talking to a few people and obviously that's leaked. De Villiers was speaking ahead of the third test against England which starts at their Wanderers Stadium on Thursday, the first time he has spoken directly to journalists since an article appeared in a local newspaper claiming he was thinking of quitting. I'm still very committed to the Mm -hmm. job, he said. 
The two test matches now is all that I am focusing on. So Langdon, I hate to break up something so eloquent, but Langdon's point might actually be very true in that they were thinking like, okay, Hash is going to be captain. AB didn't get the job when Hash got it, so there he was mm-hmm. kind of pissed off, and his form was up and down, his T20 ranking yeah. was going up. So this actually, this announcement actually came before the test of the Wonders, which he completely lost. Now he's yeah. going, oh, fuck, this is going badly already. So that was, that was how the Proteus started their year. I'm just really surprised that Anonymous... Yeah, yeah, it's behind cricket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a nice big break of six months before we play test cricket again. Lots of things can. Now, the fact that Domingo quoted this break of six months and Amy is using the quote of six months, these guys were so obsessed by the six-month I think they were break. looking forward to the break, bro. It, the the started the year looking forward to six months yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> As fans, that's I'm exciting. Up, yeah. I'm still upset that no one came out and apologized for that test. Eh? I'm like... I mean, I know it's the, it's the end of the year, and well, not one apology. Sammy, you were at the Wanderers Test, and you oh, were not man. happy. You I had <laughs> you had everything lined up for a great Test match, and those guys you know, physically broke your they heart. Literally, <laughs> and they fucked it up like on the third day. They were just like, it's like I when you get to the middle of a Test match, you're like, I've got two more days. Then they're just like, No, I'll show you. I'm gonna fuck up the whole Test match today. Oh, I was upset with them. Well, what else ever happened? Okay, so January wasn't the greatest start, but Timber Bavuma burst into the scene with the hundred. Hash got a double hundred. Arbola's Adventure came right. Kahisa um, Rabada was incredible. Yes. And Stephen Cook made a 100 on debut. Yeah, it was great. So it wasn't a complete terrible abortion of a month. We still managed to get something back there. While that was taking place, the Aussies were thrashing India in ODIs because that's what happened. It, yeah. India went there for like seven months or whatever. Yeah. They basically have families there now. Um, so England. Yeah, well, they're. they're- Cricket players, so they, they do have families there now. Well, also yeah, true, yeah, yeah, what happens on tour. Yeah. So that was your January month. Um, so, yeah, England did beat South Africa 2-1 in that test series. And as well, like India, I mean, sorry, England, they just rolled over in the end there. I remember going to Centurion to catch the yeah. last day's play. I think they started the day on three or four wickets. And they were done by 11. Um it was they lost six wickets yeah. on the drive from Rivonia here in Johannesburg yeah. to. No, Centurion. I remember I, I took the Khadrain. And as I got uh, off the Khartoum at Centurion, I looked at my phone and they had one wicket remaining. And I was yeah. like, not that. That's not, not you where you go about yeah. it. Yeah. That brings us to February. And uh, the Aussies were playing New Zealand in New Zealand in test matches, absolutely hammered in there, 2-0. Mm-hmm. You can't even remember that because it was so uneventful. And then uh, it was the English versus SA and the ODIs. So they stuffed us in the in the test. And then they started stuffing us in the ODIs as well. Remember that first game played in Bloom? Yeah, they scored remember, yeah. like 400 and something. Yeah. England started scoring 400s this year, which was also something that kind of depressed me. And then, um, our guys were doing pretty well and then it started to rain and then it was. I just, I just. Didn't we win the series though? Hang on, Sammy. Oh, thank I can imagine Nasu Hussain. Can, I mean, I can picture Nasu Hussain just being the biggest wanker. I hate that guy. When, when the English are doing well. When they score 400, you can just imagine if he's on air or not, you can just imagine. Well, that guy is literally the opposite of Hashim Amla. Yeah. He's not a nice person. Nasu and Hussain, captain. Uh, Michael Vaughan, uh, Mark Nicholas, uh, there's quite a few Nick right, Knights. Yeah. Jeez, well, there's a lot of I hate guys. All these people that you've mentioned. Oh. So we love you, we love you, Sky. Sky it, Sport. It, it was quite an enthralling ODI series because South Africa just lost the test matches. Now mm-hmm. they're two near two zero down, right? Yeah. But then something really amazing happened in that pink ODI, which we never lose. We yeah. finally looked like we were going to lose. It was just terrible. At a hundred and um, what's it? A hundred and this thing go out of the way here. So Chris Morris, right? He became a hero out of nowhere in that series. Yeah. So 191 for six. They needed 72 from 76, but there were yes. six down, right? Now, I might add, after the bedrock of Behardin's 38 from 42, South Africa were at least in a position where they could Not do this. Not a bedrock. Behardin time. 
<laughs> so Morris on 14 was dropped and this is where England started becoming England of old again they were getting hammered to all parts of the ground and a lot of people had left by this stage was a great I, innings, I, I was there in the stadium I thought it's good I should go home I'm that kind of guy sometimes I had drinks vouchers so I wasn't getting it anyway. I was not that guy <laughs> I was not that guy so Chris Morris went from the guy who took the new ball at Newlands and everyone was going, oh. <laughs> to then being Chris Morris, the guy with the bats, hammering England. So they went from a stage of not being in close to winning. Was Mike Hazen excited there? I mean, I think he talks like that normally. Wait, hang on. Yeah, he was excited. So that was a, a, a deal where shit eventually rolled along the ground. He got out. But uh, Proctor's won that one by one wicket, which then set up the big decider. Morris again came to the four. And uh, 3-2, that was what the Proctor's did to England. So it was a nice sort of comeback. But everyone there was then saying, yeah, but test matches, all that matters. It's all that really matters. Yeah. Which is a fair point. And all those people are sitting in this room right now. Yeah. Because pretty that much. is the truth. <laughs> pretty much. Which then led us into March. Okay. So everything stopped in March because it was the T20 World Cup. Yes. There's a different name to it, the T20-something. Yeah. Like They don't call it World Cups. Isn't World there? T20 or something. There we yeah. go. And uh, it was, well, another situation where the Proteas got everyone's hopes up because they went there with a pretty solid side. Yeah. These guys all play IPL. Yeah. Guys like Chris Morris are seasoned and much sought after yeah. for these franchises. Ava de Villiers basically shoots thunder out of his arse in India. Yeah. Imanta so, here takes wickets. As greatest spin boat yeah. in the world. Um, so everyone thought, like, this is it. This is actually it. And uh, what do they do? They go out in their first game, 229 for four after two, 20 overs. These guys yeah. are on fire, on protea fire. Yeah. Everyone's getting Where's drunk. That song, Ben? You need that song now. Uh, I, I made a pledge to myself. I'll never play Fireball ever again. <laughs> We've been there. We've been there. We've we got to stop it. Yeah, I remember. It was it was great. Good so game. just killing Topley and all those other guys from England, yeah. 229 for four. What can go wrong? Everything. Well, everything. everything. Pretty much everything. Everything. <laughs> England got the runs, <laughs> and uh, oh, it was embarrassing because England got stuffed in the first game by West Indies. Chris Gale basically just stepped a leg and hit them for like everything. Yeah. And uh, well, it was again. Everyone's going, oh, the Proteus choked. The Proteus choked. They then beat Afghanistan, even though the, the Afghanistan captain was having a go at the fact that he wished Dale Stain was playing so he could yeah. remember him. I remember. Jeez, I remember that, that was our game that we commentated on, and there's yeah. a point where we were all going. Jeez, Afghanistan could do this. That was a big game. opening batsman Shazadi made like a 50 of like, I don't think it was like 19 balls were like, yeah, yeah we're going to get him back. In the beginning, this. he was killing it. So then uh, they went on to lose the West Indies after posting a measly 122 for eight. It was another classic yeah. choke. And then they were out. So they beat Sri Lanka, admit nothing, so they were out. Which got us into a very enthralling sort of semis because England were taking on New Zealand. New Zealand yeah. were killing it because they had the really good spinners. England, they just made it somehow. And um, that was the one semis. New Zealand was a huge favorite to win that. England yeah. somehow won it. And then it was West Indies versus India. So India... Again, were the favourites, but then West Indies, they got through to the final. So we had this really amazing final where it was West Indies versus England, and England were in the pound seats, but like they were killing it. Mm. Until Carlos Brathwaite came to the crease. And did other things. Other things happened, but still, England was so far ahead, even with all the heroics of the guys later on in the order. They needed 19 from 6, which brings us into one of the most interesting overs from this year. And one that is still haunting Ben Stokes. Best overs, I reckon. Yeah, it was incredible. Very good selection. 
Here are the commentators talking about the very good selection of Ben Stokes getting the ball. He's a man for the big moment. So bearing in mind, we've just said how horrible human beings those English commentators are. Well, yeah, exactly. But here they are gushing, just like we were saying, and now they're going to get the comeuppance. Notice there is not a sound in the stadium, and this is India. These oaks are constantly on max. There's no volume control. (laughs) That's because there's no India there. And all this talking now, Ian Bishop, all this talking, somebody's got to deliver. It's Ben Stokes. Who, in fairness, is badly sunburnt at this point in time. He's been in India for a while. He's badly sunburnt. It's not an easy place for a ginger. No. So So me... In this format now, you've got to, to run in with a preset plan, but once you... Yeah, you blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's a capacity crowd, and it is hushed. Fields getting placed, Brathwaite on strike, 19 of 6 is needed. Line or pace. Some bowlers don't think it's possible. I believe a lot of bowlers think about it and do it. First ball, here it comes. Oh, he did to the leg side. Oh, West Indies, that helps. So it was a crushing six of the first ball. From 13 from five. Fireworks everywhere. That is a strong area. And uh, Owen Morgan is going, oh, shit. Oh, damn it. No, no, we're cool. Guys, we're cool. It's 13 of five. We're cool. We got this. We got this. Everything's going to be okay. This is it in an Irish accent, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben Stokes looks on, but he's thinking as well. 13 of five. It's cool. Guys, we got this. We got this. Next ball. Field change. They're all over the place. You know you can hear that impact. Huh? Yeah, that, that ball is gone. Yeah, that was the thing. And now Ben Stokes is now in, in panic. A little bit of panic. Panic. It's now seven off four. They went to the final over. Dead set favourites. Two balls later, you seven off four. Be a player in the future, Carlos Brathwaite. You think he has some talent? It ain't over yet. Good, good time to situation. talk about his credentials and yeah. who will he be a player yeah, in the so future. Ian Bishop was only talking about the bowler <laughs> two balls ago. <laughs> He's the man for the moment. Yeah. Preconceived ideas, dead set, sky's a winner. Absolutely for sure. It's still, on, it's still on the balance though. Seven from four, a dot ball here, a bit of pressure. Maybe get the guy off strike. He has 18 to play with. Let's see what happens with the third ball. What a start to this final over. Six, six. Stokes to come again. Field is now scattered in other places that they thought it could scatter. But not not four rows back. Uh. Oh, it's high in the air again. Oh, it's three sixes. <laughs> and that's his 18 gone. Can't. Look at the West Indies. Ben Stokes is now in the fetal position on the floor, basically. The West Indies are all over the place. It's gone from 19 from six. Now they need one from three. Three. Ben Stokes is actually crying. It is, <laughs> this was such a big moment. Oh, the field the field scatters again. Ben Stokes is offered a tissue. He is a big unit and he is flawed. Ian Bishop is now essentially proclaiming Brathwaite as the greatest West Indian cricketer of all time. And his son. Yeah. And he's not mentioning uh, Stokes one bit. Now there's a hold up in play while Morgan's chatting to the umpire. About what? I have no idea. Hey guys, do we, do we, I mean, how do we deal with this? Is there trauma counseling on this? <laughs> he basically went up to him. That's he basically went up to him and said, look, as, um, IC, as an IC3 team, can we not just, um, <laughs> do away with those last two sixes? I mean, it's, can we not just have 13 of three? Yeah. And Power's like, I'll look into it. That's why there's a big holdup. Eventually it comes back that they can't ratify such a decision just yet. So they had to play on. One from three. 
Stokes is still crying at this stage. Way to breathe the breath of life back into this West Indies chase and history. Stokes doesn't. He, he now just doesn't want a ball. He's standing there with the ball, going, oh, fuck, "Okay." That's what. If I was him, I'd become. I'd become a spinner. Yeah. Pull some off spin. because they're going to change the ball. Now they want to change the ball. Basically, they want to come back with a stick of dynamite. They're, they're hoping for the yeah. best here. This hold-up here was just so funny because we all know the game's done, yeah. right? Okay, let's change the ball. Yeah, it's going to make a big difference. Brathwaite scored 28 from nine at this stage. 311. The entire West Indian team is on the boundary going, get on with it. <laughs> the English wags are still praying because they don't quite know the rules. Most people are in the circle. One out of deep mid-wicket. 19, the most in a final over in T20 internationals to chase. Wow. <laughs> so the fourth ball went for six as well. <laughs> Tell us how you feel, Ian Bishop. Tell us exactly how you feel. <laughs> wow. What a match we've had here at Eden Gardens. See, I, would, I really would have loved to have happened there if Stokes has given the last two balls just a ball for sake of prosperity. <laughs> yeah, to see, how many, to see if they could have got the six sixes. He would have gone, and, and now, gone for two. Stokes is now on the floor again. Good life. And the West Indies just taking their clothes off at this stage. And Stokes is still actually just... Everyone's left him. The, consola- the constellations and all that kind of stuff, it's not finished. Everyone's rubbing his hair. He's going, oh, fuck oh, off. I don't know what I'm doing. So that was the World T20. And it was really great afterwards because then um, Darren Sammy was basically saying, you know, this tournament is all for us and our fans. Administrators, yeah. screw you guys. You're a bunch of dicks. We all hate you. This, yeah. this win's got nothing to do with you and nothing to help us. So suck a bag of dicks. And uh, that was just how what you want to hear, really, after a big win so that was the month of March which then took us into May and uh, what always happens in May is uh, teams go to England to boost James Anderson's average yeah to make and, him um, be considered a really good bowler Sri Lanka thankfully obliged to that for his sake and uh, England beat them 2-0 that's how it goes then it was the big ODI triangular series right now this is where South Africa and Australia went over there and obviously West Indies have a very different team that plays ODI yeah. so unless you play domestically the board there doesn't really care about you so yeah. the T20 stars they weren't really in the mix there were other guys that came in um, Noreen was then deemed that he doesn't actually cheat so he can bowl again yeah. and they've played a bunch of really kind of boring ODIs in very boring venues um, Goyan in particular started that ODI series they played a double yes. header there and I think um, the batsmen were going flat out to score 180 yeah. It was boring as all hell. That series was the first time actually there was a Proteas win where either white guy bowling a single ball, which was which was something. It was a big highlight for the year. Press made a big deal about big this. Deal about it, yeah. it was a very much turning pitch. So Shamsi played, Tahir played, Pankiso played, and it was a good win all the same. Which then got the Proteas into that familiar territory where they just needed to win one game in order to get into the final. And oh. they didn't want to do that. And we know what happens. Can we know what happens too. when it's pretty much done and dusted for the the project? I had, I had family friends watching the game. The two kids, um, they're with the with the kids, right? And they're, they're small. They're like eight and six. I like, just see that. Yeah. And, and you are no longer allowed to see them. <laughs> no, no. Like they're really excited. Like before the game, they got to meet like every and they take all these photos and send it to me. And when they have a capitulating, their mom's in the pic. They're just playing on their iPhone. <laughs> 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 like, Candy crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're like, okay, this yeah. is soul destroying. But it was another one of those situations where the way they played in the beginning, and they, you know, like the practice of a lot of bowlers right now, the fact that Morkel is not even getting a look in, and, then, and then they brought him back for this game against the West Indies, and he went for shit the whole time. And then that was it. They were out in their ass. Australia had the Wendy's in the final, completely hammered them because the West Indies were very much the third team in that tournament, which then got us to the Cricket South Africa review. So they had this whole review because at this stage of the of, of the year, right, the Proteas didn't have a good start. Yeah. They lost the T20 World Cup and then got hammered in this tri-series where they yeah. should have at least made the final. Yeah. So now everyone's going, oh, Russell Domingo, you really, you're pulling the piss now. You've got to go. The Cricket South Africa review fell away because they couldn't uh, meet up with enough people in time. They couldn't schedule the things they wanted to do. It basically amounted to nothing. So that scares me. That, that scares me. So our governing body... Of our sporting code or whatever, goes guys. It's just you know. It's, I, think, I'm, I think I'm busy. I'm busy on Wednesday. I've got a you know golf gig, and then I've got. Uh, I think it's a bit more intricate than that, though. It's it like, really was so because, because so um, that's, that's discuss- so what well, was it? Well, and it was because I wrote a blog post basically saying, seeing as you guys can't be asked to do this, yeah. I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And then I wrote the findings, um, and the Cricket South Africa, well, very generously said, well, how about you come and and look at? Uh, how about you come and say that here, basically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lots of Kazi basically threw it down to bed. And say, come say to my face. <laughs> yeah, obviously, those weren't the words used. Those weren't the words, but it was dope. Well, of Kazi. But it was. Randberg, it, South Africa. <laughs> Love that guy. It was essentially, um, they granted me a, a meeting, which I thought was really cool. So obviously, I went. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that guy who just slings crap and sits, sits in the shadows like every yeah. other internet troll. I went there and it was really cool. I got to meet Harun Logat. I had mm-hmm. a really great chat with Altaf Kazi, who's the Cricket South Comedia man. Yeah. I guess somebody knows him well. Good guy. And we, we thrashed out all the different elements. And um, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not just saying this because there was a knife to my, my head or anything. It was a really cool meeting. So, Landon, when the the public was saying, well, you guys can't get your act together, how hard can it be? There were many, many role players in the thing about how you change stuff, um, who decides it, and just to get all these people to meet. Because when a big Cricket South Africa review was take place, you've got to talk to all the role players, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but how often are SA's main players in one country for one time? Maybe five, six days at a time. Yeah. They're either playing county cricket, they're, they're mm-hmm. in T20 leagues, they're away. So they, they physically wanted to interview each and every player. So that would have meant flying around the world all different stages. They had to then meet all different players from, uh, sorry, players, conditioning staff, all the people who mm-hmm. have a role player. So if you're going to have a, a comprehensive review, and again, I, I'm not saying that they did a good or bad job here. There's just more things that I found out about this. Mm. They couldn't get it all done. So they want to do it in different stages. Um, they couldn't really agree on who the role players were in the actual board that were going to do it. So it was very, very difficult. And they also couldn't find people. We were all laughing about Franz Opina because I know I was. And then like, they're just like, do you know how many X11 cricketers we are? And they're just like, no. Well, there was that too. It's not like everybody wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. We were laughing about the fact that um, Adam Bacher was part of the yeah. thing. But it turns out he actually has played many a, a role in the back the back rooms of cricket. Yeah. Both domestically, internationally, that kind of stuff. So maybe he was the good guy to go to. Uh, Dr. Ross Tuck was also involved from a more scientific uh, standpoint. But he's also a very busy guy. He's got a lot of things to do. He's very committed to world rugby right now. Yeah. So it wasn't easy and it didn't happen. But while I was there, I was given um, a full rundown of what's happening transformation-wise and the various structures and play and I was I was so surprised by the fact that not so much surprised these guys had a good idea is that they actually weren't being kind of um, dictated to by government government was saying this mm. this and this and they were going 
we're kind of the best people in, in line here to make this happen. So we're not going to just say, yeah. we're not do what you, don't do what Which you is say. Refreshing. It was very refreshing. And I've still got this book at home. It's the whole basic transformation charts of how these things work. What happens to players? Um, I've mentioned it throughout the year. So I'm not going to get into it now because I haven't got enough time, but it was a really cool meeting. And on the back of that, I left there thinking, okay, maybe SA cricket's not in the big, um, toilet that we all think it is. And that, for me, is when the year turned around. It was a watershed moment, and that was uh, Ben. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't. Just, so, so are we? Are we, we saying in good position? If, if no. it wasn't for Ben, no. yeah, SA cricket, SA cricket would thank, be. You know, Ben. Thank you. SA, South Africa would like to thank you, Landon. It really isn't because what I was going to say is that for me, it was understanding of what's going on, and then quite fortuitously, everything else turned around. Okay, uh, so you now, know what it sounded like though. Like if I closed my eyes at the moment when you said it. It's about it bloody like, time you started like, understanding, Ben. Guys, if I didn't have that fucking meeting. And if the penny didn't drop in my head. Do you know? Do you know how shit we know? would be? <laughs> no, but it, it was like a fortuitous time because from there we had the Cricket SA Awards, right? Yeah. Where Kakisa Robata won everything. Yeah. Basically everything. Um, I was at the awards. Yeah. It was Who invited that's you? That's exactly. what happens when you. Who when invited you? Exactly. Real question. That's what happens when you fix South African cricket. <laughs> you just get an invite. <laughs> Who invited you? Because I've invited me. It was a joyous occasion. It was. I got to meet all the stars. I got shit. I got a picture with Fayon Beardine. Did you get your a little miniature bat signed by all that? You should no, have bought I, one. I got a picture. Oh. So if you go into Instagram, Landon, you'll see my picture yeah. with yeah. with no. SS with underrated it's cricketer. Not gonna happen. I saw it and I outed him. I was like, look at this motherfucker. But um, <laughs> but Kakisa Robata, he got six wards that that night, right? Yeah. And it's. I mean, he did have the most incredible breakout year internationally. He yeah. didn't play IPL cricket. He played county cricket because he wants to develop his craft. Mm-hmm. This guy, as we all know, is the future. He is the be all, the everything. So that was July, which was a really nice thing because we weren't really playing at the time we just suffered all these losses and it was really cuck so the, like the, the cricketing nation needed a shot in the arm so to speak mm-hmm. but what else happened in july well england um they played pakistan they got hammered at lords by pakistan best best yeah that was that was really nice Is that the season where pakistan watch. became number one test team correct me at the end of that because India went to West Indies thinking that they can get easy yeah. points out there uh then west Indies became quite stubborn it rained a lot India didn't get the results. Pakistan got enough results for making the yeah. UAE their fortress, and they became the OD, sorry, the Test match mace holders, that mythical That's object, so the mace. And they did it all by not playing a single game at home. When you think about it, do you know I? If there's a team I dislike more than Australia, it's Pakistan. Why? What's not to like about those guys? Just I just every single time I don't ever want to see them smiling. <laughs> I just like I have a prima D- dental, case dental that they're all horrible people. You reckon? I don't yeah, know. I don't even I like. Don't I don't. I don't want any success with that team. Is that because Mickey Arthur's the coach, or because of match fixing and, oh, and no oh, balls? That is a good question. God, I, I don't know. I'm just like, have you ever just not liked something because Mickey Arthur? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that's your reason. <laughs> I'm just like because. All right. Well, while Pakistan were having a joyous moment, much to the, the dismay of Samia over here, Australia were in Sri Lanka playing um, ODIs, right? Hammering Sri Lanka, yeah. hammering them. Yeah. It was a pretty bad precursor to what was about to happen to them, though. Um, wait, have I got that right? Yeah. Sri Lanka lost to England at home. Then they went, um, sorry, the test matches came before the ODIs. Yeah. yeah. God, that's the problem you got so much to look into. Uh, Sri Lanka got hammered in, Aust- in England. They then went home to against Australia, playing a bunch of guys who basically, I mean, they're all eventually called to Silver, Jaya Wadner down the line, somewhere along the line. And, so then, and then Matthews. 
Yeah, so so we're thinking we don't know who these guys are. Sangokara is now retired. Australia went there, and people were saying, "Well, Australia maybe not so good against spin." <laughs> they sure as hell weren't. They lost three <laughs> nil to Sri Lanka. Okay, this was the start of their real rot as the um, as a, as a cricketing team. So they lost that one three nil, and then they bounced back in the in the ODIs. Um, also, they were just saying, "Look, we're going to rest some players because they've got mm. the whole thing about you know monitoring their fast bowlers." But it was a very interesting month uh, that was July, and uh, the protests weren't playing. But then they got back in action towards the end because New Zealand were going to come. Yeah. Now, the whole Proteas year after that meeting I had, it was all turning around, right? Yeah. It was such a good time. Well, obvious, Ben. <laughs> it was such a good time. Um, but they were always going to be focusing on Australia. They had Australia at home in the ODIs, and they had them away in the Test Cricket, okay? So anyone mm. that came before that was always going to be nothing more than warm-ups. Yeah. No disrespect to New Zealand, who had a terrible year, by the way. I don't yeah. want to get more into that, but they were being, they've been hammered by everyone. Um, they had New Zealand here, and they tried to use Durban as a winter venue again, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. The sun shines in Durban in, during winter. Yeah. Only problem was that they wanted to make the outfield softer and nicer to slide on, you know, not so abrasive. Mm. And uh, they then turned into mud. Now, as you know, mud's not very good for cricket. So that whole test, basically, we batted for a little bit, and uh, that was it. Yeah, so that first test match was gone. But it was all about Dale Stane also coming back because he sustained a bad shoulder injury against England. And he came back, and he came back firing. Rolled over New Zealand. 1-0, they won that series. And uh, it was a very good preparation for the rest of the year. That little turning point we spoke about landed. Which then took us to September, October. Now, before I get into this, we've just been singing Kahisarabada's praises, right? But then I found something that maybe would suggest that he had a bit of a slightly quieter second half of the year. <laughs> to get to these islands <laughs> east of Madagascar, you had to work for it. For the Arab sailors who most likely discovered them, the archipelago was off the trading routes. They may have found them by endeavor and luck, but what brought Kahiso this far has been a thunderous entry to international cricket. The first time you played for the Proteas was against Australia. That was quite a big game. It was an amazing Wow, you only think? top billing can can do an <laughs> intro to a sportsman like that, hey? Only top billing. Do you know I I had such a oh, a long conversation about Rizrabada at that uh, when we beat New Zealand. Yeah, like I was sitting with another comedian and he said. Do you think that Khisa Rabada's security guard at his complex knows who he is? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no. He probably just sees this guy who comes home with lots of white women and thinks this guy has a good life, but doesn't know what the fuck he does. And then this happened. To get to these islands, I mean, like, I always get worried when, when our stars go on top island. billing because that's basically when your security guard knows who you are and your yeah. complex person. <laughs> no, the security guard still doesn't know. Becoming the first player, love how these guys talk. SA Cricket Awards, including Test and ODI Cricketer of the Year. You're one of the best bowlers at the moment. You're only 21. Did you ever think it was going to turn out this way? No, I, I no, don't. I, don't I think. really I don't didn't want to really be good. Yeah. I, I want yeah. to be bang average my whole I spent, life. I spent my whole life and my dad wasted all this money for all this <laughs> cricket coaching for me not to be a talent at 20. Zero confidence. I, I just hate, yeah, hate, that, hate that everything was, that's happened. That was how I hoped it would all go. So that was Kukisa Robado's balance, really. I mean, all the goodness. And then... um. You laugh, but that's not the worst Kahisa Rabada interview. I'm sure they're not. I think I had it with nope, him at the Nissan nope, Day. Nope, December. That's, I'm waiting for December because when we were down there in Australia, oh, maybe yeah, end of November. Yeah. Mark Nicholas did one with him. Supersport flighted it. 
the honest to God, the worst interview with Khagisa Rabada ever. So what do you do in your downtime? Get the fuck out of your Mark Nicholas. <laughs> What are you doing? Are you done? Yeah, is, it, is this a date? What are you doing? Like a date. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel to bowl? Get the fuck out of here, Mark do you, Nicholas. Do you like um like bread, bro? It was like, horrible. Uh, I, you know, I, I watched little bits of that, and it did look a bit strange because it literally looked like he'd rented out the mug and bean, didn't Mark Nicholas? <laughs> this creepy old English git literally rented out a coffee shop, and it was just the two of them. Yes. So cocky, yes. so. Yes. <laughs> Kagisa Rabada. This is like you can just say one. You don't have to chew. You don't have to say both. <laughs> it was very cringe. So that led us into September, guys. Now India had New Zealand there. You know Bloodsport, that movie with yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Remember that guy Chong Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I remember every time Chong Lee fought someone, there was this area of inevitability. Basically, he would spar with them a bit, and then he would just like break their neck. That was kind of how India plays test matches. Now mm-hmm. these other teams go there. They think it's all very like normal. Screw that. Ashwin gets the ball. He gets six for 73, and then that's it. They're done. I just hate that India get the ball with the spinners in like the third over. <laughs> like Talking the ball one. The first. I mean, <laughs> no, the, yeah, the, basically, yeah. the seamer just stands at fine leg. You get a, in India, you get picked as a spinner, a batsman, an all-rounder, a wicketkeeper, a fine leg. Yeah. So guys like Yadav, you'll just be fine leg. Yeah, just that's fine it. leg. <laughs> so India got thrashed. Well, sorry, India, India thrashed in 3-0 there. And obviously with that, they reclaimed the mace. They then went into ODI tournament, which is a lot more even, because um, Gupstall batted pretty well. Yeah. And um, Dhoni was up and down. But yeah, 3-2, eventually India won that one because they all put their mother's names on their shirts. <laughs> and then they bowled them out for like 70 in the last game. There we go. Yeah, it was quite something. And in the test matches, well, it got back to some... You know what we've summed up here? That if you want to change your cricket around... Get Ben You either, <laughs> either get, get your mother's name on your shirt <laughs> or get Ben, or get ben to, to chat to your governing body. Yeah. <laughs> Ben, you are the key. You are the mace. You, you're welcome. You're welcome, ICC. I want to hold you yeah. sideways. D- Davey boy, we, we've got the answer. We've got the answer. Basically, if I just plank, you can present me as a mace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then uh, England went to Bangladesh, okay? And Bangladesh, this was about time there. She like, won a game against a big yeah. team. They had the chances in the ODIs. They went yeah. down to the decider. England eventually won that one. In the first test, they also England against the wall. Didn't lose it. They just capitulated it again. Then it got to the second test, and England again, pound seats. They were 100 for zero. They needed 260 to win. Plenty of time in the bag. The, the pitch was spinning, but their batsmen were not getting phased whatsoever. Then it was 161 for six. Still, it's okay. We just needed 112 to win. And then? And then... Lovely delivery from uh, Shakib Al-Hassan. This one over was just priceless. Stokes batting so well. Shakib Al-Hassan bowls him. Beauty. <laughs> Look at the reaction. Absolute beauty. Ben Stokes gone for 25. 161 for 7. Still, it's in the balance. Oh, he's hit him in front. Is that out? Yes, it is. This is unbelievable stuff. It was the quickest, quickest LBW decision ever from the umpire. It was in the middle of the middle, and Rashid refers it. Oh, wow. Good decision. By Which Red. basically just says, well, screw everyone batting below me. It's yeah. me or nothing. So that was gone. That two wickets, two balls. Adil Rashid goes. Goes for not. England, 161 for eight. May I just point out at this stage that Courtney Walsh, okay, we all know he was. Legendary yeah, West guy. Indian guy, yeah. fast bowler. Yeah. He is the bowling coach of Bangladesh. You know how many balls were bowled by the seam bowler, by the fine leg? <laughs> it's got to be soul-destroying, huh? So basically, the, the seamer bowled two overs in this entire match. Oh, Every, wow. Everybody that could say the word spin was yeah. given the ball. And Courtney Walsh is just there going, 
guys, guys, please. One, two, no, so, three, four, five men around the bat to Shaki Bowles. So they managed to survive the hat trick. Uh, England have had a whole bunch of new guys come in. Catch, gone. Um, and sorry was one of them. He was gone. Sorry goes England nine down. Shaki has him. So they lost that test basically. Because that was. Uh, but some, it was one of those great games because... Yeah, I remember I watched it. <laughs> These minnows are eventually going to get better. And Bangladesh have been around for ages. Huh? They've been playing test cricket, I think, since 2008. Yeah. But, like, solidly, mostly yeah. against Zimbabwe. But this is the first time they actually put the wood to someone decent. But that being said, they also... Close. They also lost to Afghanistan in a one-day cricket game this year. Oh, who hasn't? <laughs> Which I want to say was yeah, a great you, game. You know what? That's, it says something for ICC. I mean, you and I have spoken about it rugby-wise. You know, with world rugby, putting it, putting some some real pressure on on these bigger nations and and coaches and sending Oaks into yeah. the, these different these Mono countries. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to make cricket better. Yep. So so I'll take I'll I'd love that. Love Ben Stokes going out. I love his reactions as, as as if it was never ever going to happen. Yeah, edges it to third man or something, and or and then goes, oh, it's a pad, pad. <laughs> I hope you're going to speak about when Afghanistan beat Bangladesh. That was a great moment. I remember watching it, and I was, I was very thrilled. Simi, I can't do it all. I can't do it. Do you know all. why I, mean, I was thrilled? We've, we've still got so much to go, and we've got like ten minutes left. I just Carry want on. to say that was the only game where both teams asked Allah if they could win. <laughs> yeah, they're both yeah. praying so hard. I was just like, "Ooh, this is a tough decision for my God. I want to see." So what basically, it's do. basically, it's like watching the cheetahs versus the bulls in the curry cup. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Put it like just that. Just with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh was that was a huge moment for Bangladesh, and everyone just thought, "Well, India next for Eng- for England. These guys might as well just you know give up." Yeah. It really was. But uh, I just really hope that at some stage, Courtney Walsh will develop a seamer or two. These guys mm-hmm. can go overseas and be quite competent against. Mm-hmm. Against some of the better teams, but it's nice. It's nice. Well, it won't happen things. until they fix their get their wickets sorted, though. Yeah, but then again, Langdon, this is going back to the first thing we said: forty-three tests, only seven draws. Home teams are making the most of these so home team wickets. Yeah, yeah, but so I mean, you're not going to develop a seamer on a on a on a wicket like that. Yeah, I'd love to see the practice nets. I mean, you reckon Courtney, Courtney gets it's made out of Lego, man? It's, <laughs> it's like Lego blocks. Uh. Okay, the, Courtney says, I would like some grass for this session. Let's give him a packet of grass. There you go. <laughs> and and he's you. like, fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was October. Um, and then, um, test match wise, on top of that, Pakistan played, uh, West Indies. And what a great, great test series that was. The West Indies aren't very good at test cricket. They went there in the first, sorry, the second ever pink ball test. They got hammered in Dubai. They went to Abu Dhabi, hammered again. And then the third test in Sharjah, that was quite something. Um, Brathwaite, he held his bat in the second innings. He was the only guy who was untouchable. He was on the field for every single ball of that match wow. while Western East eventually got a win. That was one, one of my favorite moments from the whole year. It wow. really was. Has it ever happened before? It has. Yeah. Once before, I think. Yeah, once, yeah I, I can't remember. It was an English stat. guy yeah. because I think it was his... Uh, back guard and they play the cricket match. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. So when he went out, he just put the sums back. It was in. Like game over. Yeah. yeah. That's out. that's how that was the yeah. life of the privileged. Yeah. My so, bet, my ball. So that was <laughs> um, that was October, which got us to November, and uh, well, the Proteus absolutely sorry in October still absolutely hammered the Aussies five zero. The Aussies decided to not bring any bowlers, just mm. just tall guys who couldn't bat properly. Yeah. And they got hammered five zero. And I know it wasn't like a vintage Aussie side, but still the Proteus turned things around so much mid year, and this. 
this was just kind of bearing fruit now. Uh, ben, when when you when you met Cricket South Africa, is that when you to- told them about Shamsi? Is this like did you say Shamsi? No, we didn't, this left arm Chinaman who has it's never heard of before, like a left arm Chinaman mystery brother. spinner. You might want to play him. Well, he was already playing in the West Indies. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, but can I just say from a slight aside here? Can we stop using the term Chinaman? Yeah. I think it's really derogatory. <laughs> it is really I mean, derogatory. okay, well, I, mean, I really do, yeah. because as a left armor, you so can ben, also bowl leg spin, right? Yeah. Because if you Ben has changed SA cricket, he's now about to change cricket. The racial dynamic cricket, cricket is going to change. Guy. Because you know what people say about the Chinaman? It's the wrong one, basically. Yeah. That's why you know, they're yeah. referring to Asian people as being eccentric and different. I, I think they've got a right to be in this game of cricket like anyone else. Oh, you've never sounded more oh. like Gareth Cliff than right now. Ben, uh, what are you going to call it then? What are you going to call him? A left arm leg spinner. He's a left arm leg spinner. Yeah. It's not like Shane Warne was a right arm dickhead Chinaman. (laughs) He was a leg spinner. He was a right arm dickhead. Uh, Sure. But the thing is, my my point is that the the left arm is better leg spin just like anyone else. Yeah. So you must stop being called a Chinaman. Yeah. And that whole Chinese cut, people are calling it an inside edge now. See, this is evolution language. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the real stuff. I, just, I is, love this man. He's this changed so much. Year, this entire year There's was so much was growth the has happened in 2016. <laughs> and not so only in SA him. cricket, but in, in just, at just Club a, Central. Just with Ben himself. So much growth. <laughs> it was all about the, the protests going to Australia for the Test Series, right? That's all yeah. everyone really cared about. The rest of the stuff we'll be going on right about now, it's all been a nice little sideshow. They got there. The general feeling was that the Proteus seamers were better than the Aussie seamers and mm-hmm. our batsmen were a whole lot less crap, which I know is quite a sweeping sort of preview, but that was essentially yeah. it. I interviewed um, our Aussie mate, Dennis Friedman, on, on the show, and he said, look, it's going to be 3-0. And I was like, that's a bit arrogant. He's like, no, no, 3-0 to you guys. No one actually gave the Aussies a chance. And mm. so you know, you don't want to be ro- drawn into it. I mean, these guys are from convicts. They often lie and deceive. Yes. So I was, you know, staying pretty balanced. After day one in that first test against Perth, I thought, oh, screw it. We're getting absolutely hammered yeah. here. This is the protest going ups- back. Yeah, I was upset to have woken up that early yeah. and to have witnessed that. Everyone woke up early to see Mitchell Stark scaring the living crap out of our openers. You know? um, uh, the, 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 the term playing an Oscar came out of nowhere on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's when you don't play with any feet. So <laughs> Stephen Cook, he was just showing his Oscar. Yeah. I thought it was rather derogatory, but at the same time. Well, I was going to say, ben, ben, you just watch ben, yourself yeah, there. Ben. You watch yourself there, Mr. Ben, he, the moral yeah. compass of hey, sports. Hey, Take it away. Convicted criminal. Yes. Different rules apply. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And we're talking about Australians. Okay. <laughs> so it was a bit of a dodgy day. It got even worse when Dale Stane broke his shoulder again. Yeah. And uh, that was it. People were basically writing us off because now we're playing Perth, which is a seeming wicket. Mm. And we've got One, two seamers. Yeah. We've got two seamers and a debutant left arm orthodox bowler. <laughs> Game on Sounds like good times Game on Proteus absolutely rolled them over The Aussies collapsed Not once but twice Big Vern Philander Finally came back to form Which we've been waiting for forever yeah. He was injured for like three years And uh, that was 1-0 Well he stopped guessing Vern was quality When he was just bowling across the seam And just going When he takes a wicket He goes like oh, I don't know what, like, what was that I don't know And then all of a sudden He started bowling seam up And there was crap So keep guessing Vern Keep guessing I take it you weren't an original fan of Werner Fernandez. Yeah, well. No, no, I love okay. Werner Fernandez. Fair enough. Let's move on from there. So it was 1-0, and then they went to Hobart, which no one goes to, which yeah. is a very interesting thing by why they even took the two cricket teams there. And under a, a murky sky, uh, same thing happened. The Aussies collapsed again. Long story short, 2-0, Series 1. Everyone was happy until, until 
They were clutching at straws. They found a, a sucker in Mundgate. Eh? What is it? And then um, basically, uh, what happened then was the greatest ever rap album cover known to man. It involved Hashim Amla in front of a microphone with the entire team behind him. Oh yeah, it looked like gangster cool rap, but in a very cool PC sense. And uh, do, you, uh, do you have that photo? I mean, I, oh, I've got the interview, and this is one of my favorite clips of the entire year. Good afternoon, everybody. As you can see, we have the full team behind us here. Um, the reason everybody is here is to sh- is to stand together really and show solidarity to what has been something that was really what we thought was actually a joke. It's not April, but uh, the allegations against Faf was was really. A- You've never seen a guy with more st- a group of guys with more stone faces. I'm waiting for JP Doomney to jump in front of me and go, "Whoa, <laughs> what?" Everyone is stern of face. I mean, Hash dropped a joke about it being April. No, no one, no. no one even blinked an eye. Nothing. Fast and yeah, really a good reference. Yeah. And as a team, we're standing strong. We've done nothing. Still I mean, doesn't it's, sound it's fast, it's a like a captain. Joke. I'm really angry. <laughs> I am really angry. And, uh, yeah. and that was that, which then led to all kinds of just ridiculous crap, like. Um, the Aussie reporters were getting in Fuff's face. People were calling him a cheat. People saying he's done this before. For a security guard travelling with the South African cricket team to be sent home after he aggressively manhandled a nine news reporter in Adelaide. Tensions in the South African camp. <laughs> I love it. The, the Aussie take on this. Is the security guard must be sent home for doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been running high since Captain Faf Duplessis was charged with ball tampering. It was the moment the summer of cricket got ugly. Really? Is, this, is, is that, that the, the moment? Is that the Aussie card blanche? Zunaid Wadi, overly protective of under siege skipper Faf Duplessis, smashes nine reporter Will Crouch into a glass door. Duplessis has been charged with ball tampering for ele- Look, fair enough. The only, th- only bit of truth there was that he was charged with ball tampering. Okay, oh. so we're not going to get into that either, but that was a funny moment. But what I really loved about this whole thing is that this guy, this nine news reporter, I bet he's not even a journalist. No. He was just the tallest guy they knew in the office. I mean, he was like maybe a graphic designer. was like, hey, Will, you come here. You're yeah. quite stocky. You play Aussie rules once. Yeah, get in there. Yeah, get in. And um, our guy, our security guy, to his credit, is punching above his weight. But I've got to ask the question. We have the smallest security guard is, in Will's Bro, sport, did right? you also see that he was rolling his bag with his left hand? And he pushed the guy away with his right hand. The moment he- the summer of cricket got ugly. Wait. Okay, so the moment the, the moment the summer cricket got angry, <laughs> yeah. a man was wheeling a bag with one arm. Yes, with one arm. So I'm just like, yo, when we talk about a guy that assaulted you, he really didn't have the intention. He was describing the, the airport. What, what, was ha- what was happening? Well, he was wheeling his bag. He was wheeling his bag and he pushed me. Yeah. And he it told me, leave. the moment leave. the summer of cricket got ugly. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I don't know if you, if you, when you come off flights, it's like, I have no intention to fight a person when I get off a flight. I really just want to get into the shuttle to the hotel. This guy's literally like, I'm also trying to go to the shuttle. <laughs> oh, so we, we laughed because I think it was very laughable. And it was a sad part of that whole series because the protests were so good. They were full value for their win. Faf is still appealing this. It's still going to happen. Um, whether he's guilty or whatever, people are now going to taint him as how a cheating upset, ball tamperer. How upset were they that he chose to appeal? They were so disappointed <laughs> that, he that, he, that he chose his own to right. To invoke his right to appeal. <laughs> I was just like, wow, you guys are really assholes. I was so stoked that he just gave them all the finger in their next tester. Yeah, they did. And yeah. uh, that was also one of my moments of the year was Faf Dupasi getting 100 in the pink ball test. Unfortunately, yeah. everyone else is a bit over it. Yeah. And then at 259 for nine, whatever, with Shamsi going all guns blazing, like, 
working for <laughs> first 50. Shamsi 50, it's going to happen. Spoke to him on. at the airport on the weekend when I met him, and I said, yo, I'm very disappointed with Faf that he didn't allow you to get your 50. Yeah. And he said, I don't think I was going to get it. Okay. Yeah, so modest. <laughs> no, he was all there. Yeah. And uh, then, I Faf, was in. then Faf declared. Unfortunately, our bowlers were just crapped that whole test. Yeah. So that was that, really. So that was the big thing. So 2-1, it was. Uh, that was the third test series in a row. The Proteus went there and won. So that kind of was the big year. I mean, I know now India are absolutely killing killing England in the test series. Um, yeah, but I don't, really I don't count tests in India anymore. Well, so it's interesting you say that because a lot of people are saying, James Anderson included, is that Virat Kohli, um, he's a great player. We all know that. He's currently averaging 80 for this yeah. year. This year alone, he scored something like 2,600 runs for India mm-hmm. against all formats. He's batted 40 times. Mm-hmm. His average is something like 88. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the stat. Just to look at the stats for the year, actually, as we are going to wrap it up now, is, um, any guesses who has scored the most test match runs for 2016 as of right now? It must be Kohli. It's not Kohli. Langdon? Um, Quincy. I don't know. Uh, Eng- English. Uh, is he English? Um, then just the name. It's not, not very difficult. Uh, Cook. No, it is Johnny Besto. He jo- is. What so, so, so he, he was, uh, what a disappointing stats. <laughs> very disappointing stat. This is why, okay. Johnny Besto batting where? Six. Okay, I'll tell you the top three t- highest run scorers, um, prior to the England versus, uh, India, India fifth test. Wow. Johnny Besto, most runs, 1,420. Joe Root, second most, 1,383. Third most, Alistair Cook, 1,211. Get the picture here. Yeah. Because England keep playing test match cricket. Yeah. They've played 16 matches, okay? These guys have gone out with 27, 30, and 31 innings respectively. Then comes Kohli. Kohli's played, has a 17 innings to this point, 1,200 runs. Johnny Besto, 27. 10 more innings. Jeez. That's so, crazy. So are we saying that the stats just mean... Well, do you, do you guys want to know who the fifth and sixth top scorers for this year no. are? No, not really. Mohan Ali and Ben Stokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mohan Ali. Where does Mo and Ali bat in the test matches? Everywhere, everywhere, bro. basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you get in the top ten, bro? Well, they tell Mo and Ali before the test match, like, yo, uh, he like, hey guys, do you not know I'm gonna bat? And like, hey, just don't, don't go and shower at any point in our innings. Like, don't do anything. And on the bowling side, Ravi Chadu and Ashwin, he's uh, eleven matches, seventy-one wickets. Boring. Uh, that is, it's just ridiculous, really. Boring. Seventy-one wickets, average of twenty-one point three two. And that was 2016. So all the big role players. Next up, Proteus have Sri Lanka. Uh, guys, just very quickly, last point of this. Who is getting dropped for AB? Uh, Stephen Cook. Gut feel. Stephen Cook, Langdon? Yeah. You guys un- both un- want him? Unfortunately. Then who's going to open? Uh, I'm I'll just going to open. I'll go and. I'm, I'm like, I'll go. I'm like, I'll go opening partnership. Yeah. AB comes in, everyone just drops. Well, no one drops because Amnes goes up. Yeah. Well, interesting because Amla is out of form, had a rocky time in Australia. Only for away series. Only for away series. Mm. At home, maybe it's going to do something. Look, Sri Lanka, obviously I'm going to test them as much as anyone else would. But that is it. 2016, all wrapped up. Got to leave the studio. It has been an action-packed hour. It's gone so quickly. Very quickly, Simi, where can we find more of you? Simi Arif on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And Langdon? Uh, you're not going to find me anywhere, but you yeah. will find me with Claymont Cricket Club on the 17th. We are doing our Mexican Christmas thing with Justin Kemp. Claymont, big one. Justin Kemp, I look forward to it. Okay, Langdon, thank you. That means absolutely nothing to any of us. Well, it means something to Justin Kemp. Well, it clearly means something to Justin well, Kemp. Well, get back on WhatsApp. He's there. Go send another dick picture on WhatsApp. <laughs> That's been the year of cricket. Look after that one, Justin. 2016, year of cricket. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been really great. Uh, it's such a privilege to be able to talk to such people like this and to you. <laughs> 
And uh, 2017 is going to be big things in the world of cricket. Trust me. We've had our turnaround at SA Cricket, I feel. There's good structure to this team, good balance. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. And And I save SA Cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, guys. (laughs) Merry Christmas and stuff. Cliffcentral.com